welcome back to Riffs and Scripts. Riffs and Scripts. <laughs> you looked like, you were like, shall I say the intro? And then I said hi, and you were like, oh, oh, okay, I'll okay, wait. Okay. I'll just, yeah. I'll yeah, just yeah, sit yeah, right. you, you go for it, babe. You go for it. People listening probably think we're organised. <laughs> no joke. Um, Dave only recently found out that we don't record in the same room as each other, and it blew his mind. I know, yeah, yeah, he said. Yeah, that was really weird. Like... We are doing this remotely through also, the power of Tinternet. I forgot to tell you a funny Dave moment. Dave doesn't even know this. Um, basically, he doesn't know this. Dave is the OG Danny, for those who can't remember. But, OG um, Danny. Ages ago, when we emailed him some promotional material, he replied to my email, but um, I, I saw it as soon as I woke up. So I was like half asleep. And I was oh, like, no. okay, yeah, cool, great. Yeah, no worries. And then he signed it, Danny, clearly being a bit playful. But I was oh, half no. asleep and went, fuck, have I done it again? <laughs> have, I, have, I, have I reversed Danny? I was, was like, was he Danny, da- was he Danny the whole time? <laughs> Oh my god, what a plot twist. I know, that right? That's like some M. Night Shyamalan shit. But yeah, no, it turns out I was just really sleepy. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Amber, how has your, how has your week been since last we spoke? You look nice. You look comfy in your big lovely jumper. I am comfy in my Isn't big lovely nice? jumper and I'm wearing big baggy, like, tie trousers. And no bra. <laughs> and no, Freedom! I'm not wearing a bra either. Oh my god. I'm going to clap my titties. Yeah. I'm good. Since we last spoke, I fi- I've... I've finished all my teaching for the next couple of weeks so i've been playing catch up i've done like a load of little bits and bobs i got my car washed i did my taxes i've done my taxes because i'm a strong independent woman um so yeah no man don't need no man no how are you how's your week been my week's been uh lots of a surprising amount has happened uh my mum's birthday happened oh happy Um, birthday she shares a birthday with harry potter um cute so we we yeah that that happened which is a good birthday to have if you like her you're a harry potter nut um uh what else happened uh uh i have been cast (gasps) in a play fuck off have you i have oh my gosh tell me everything Um, and actually i i'm oh i i don't know how much i can and okay so just wait wait check this week and tell us i will tell you one thing i'll I'll tell you a couple of things um uh, it's not a big part, so you know. I just it's it's a local drama group that are doing a play, and uh, a mate of mine who's in one of my Dungeons and Dragons groups uh, knows I act a bit sometimes, and uh, said, "Oh, you'd love to do this." And the reason he knew I'd love to do it is because the source material is very close to my heart uh, in ways that we have discussed I before. I see. And um, oh, that was a bit sensual. I see. Thank you. <laughs> Come on. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was really good. How good was that? That was brilliant. That was fucking on it. That was like, bang. That's the sound. Boom. DJ. Okay. Anyway, anyway. Okay. So the source material is close to my heart and a big, quite well-known version of the source material has been done recently, which wasn't really in the uh, I. In, in the ideals of the original writer who's right. sadly no longer with us um so um Gosh. someone who's involved in that world has done it as a play and yeah. saw how it would work and had actually talked to the original author 25 years ago about doing it as a tv series and then it never came off blah 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 blah, blah. i won't reveal anymore but i'm not a big character but i'm playing a very small part the two very small parts, and one of the small parts is a part that I love from the original source material. So, hey, very ambiguous, that's but awesome. I'll talk to you about it afterwards. But that's nice for me, because I, I, I haven't done acting in a while, and I didn't want a big part, to be honest, because I have so much going on all the time. Yeah. Um. So, for me, doing a lovely couple of, couple of little lines here and there and helping out backstage and stuff like that, that would be fun for me. That would be great. Awesome. Um, so that will be going out in no- November, I think. And I've been commissioned to do some more music recently. Oh, my God, um, babe, you're just, like, so fucking smashing it. Yeah, so I'm going powering through, so I'm trying to find time to do everything that's why i was like amber are we doing it at six o'clock today i know um, you were oh, ready early to... guys he know, was ready I know, I know. early fucking hell but like a fucking good hell. 20 minutes early he was like i'm set up and ready i was like fuck I okay and, and then i needed a wee but then i was still early <laughs> i mean after the wee yeah so, I mean, no you I'm were there saying. that counts so that's happened. Um, I accidentally ripped apart my studio headphones with my oh. human man bare strength. Um, <laughs> 
a bike they got caught in my chair and I pulled and it was a terrible idea. So I've bought some new headphones that have arrived today, which are better anyway. Ooh. There's a chance to upgrade. So that's nice. I'll be cracking those out when I do some mixing uh, either later this week or next week on something that I'm doing for oh. someone, a, a bit of commish stuff. So it's all fun and games, Amber, and I'm ramping things that's up. That's great. I kind of want to tell you my career bits now. Four Sisters, the play, is is happening in a couple of weeks. All the actors have gone into co- um, commercials. All the actors have gone into rehearsals as of yesterday. So that's Boom. fun. Um, I was there for a few little bits with the venue. So we've been in the venue. We've had a little rehearsal slash tech. That wasn't really a tech they hadn't rehearsed yet. In the venue. Um, got on really well with the guy who works for the Hope Theatre who basically does stage management jobs but for the venue so he was there for the tech he'll be doing the cues this that the other really nice guy and um he we were talking about how he got into our jobs and he was saying how he's just like the guy that's good for jobs he was like you need a shelf building i'm your guy you need you know and i just and i nicknamed him menial man and he absolutely (laughs) loved it (laughs) i love it i love it i love it so yeah that was fun and also also this weekend, I'm doing some advanced stage combat again. Woo-hoo! Oh, mate. I want so that excited. You know how much so I, I love my see. stage combat. Oh, yeah, I will. Yeah. It's going to be everywhere. You love that shit Funnily up. enough, actually, fun industry update because I didn't know this, guys. Um, the, the requirements to qualify in stage combat have completely changed this year. So I'll, I'll, run, I'll run people through it real quick. So before you would do basic level exam an intermediate level exam and advanced level exam so i would say i have an advanced and people would go oh that's really cool what weapon systems did you do in your advanced and it would just depend on what course i did so because there's there's so many weapon systems now but then and then you're just considered an advanced until three years because then they say you have to keep up whereas now they've changed it now anything beyond like the basic intro levels Um, is considered further weapons and what you need to do is you need to get a distinction across four weapon systems to be considered an advanced stage fighter that's so cool so that's what you need to do so technically i'm not considered an advanced fighter anymore because my old qualifications are a out of date Mm. and b ages ago um so Apart good, from you're doing it again. I'm doing it again. Do but the the one I'm doing, so I'm not doing loads of weapons all in one course. I'm doing four or five days solidly on unarmed combat, punches, kicks, throws, all that jazz. Um so that's how it works now, you guys. It's all a bit different. Just so you know, when it comes to if you are doing any stage combat, because it's so much fun, or if you think, Oh yeah, I did my advance right before lockdown, it's not quite considered that anymore. Um but yeah. It's really fun. So I'm doing unarmed, and then I and then they I need to spend some time and money doing the other stuff. But you can do it gradually. There's no need to do yeah, everything I mean, I in a day. That's, that's probably a good thing, isn't it? Because, I think so. You know, the implication there is that you know this stuff will be even safer than it was before. Exactly. And we talked last time. We talked about stage combat. We talked about how important safety was, and we talked about how fucking skilled you have to be to be worthy of doing all yeah. this stuff professionally yeah. you know so i think that's probably the minimum a hours thing. per for an exam have gone up as well so in order to do to be allowed to do the exam you have to have done a certain number of hours in whatever you're doing and i think that's good because because yeah. you can't just go oh i'm advanced now job done it's it doesn't work like that yeah. anyway that was a big Absolutely old intro more. sorry no, that's cool. That's cool. That's why people come here. Um, well, apart from to find correct opinions on things. Obviously. And we have many opinions, Amber. We do. And we're going to impart some opinions uh, here today. So today's, um, for you listening at home, today is a fun little switcheroo episode. Because in the past, um, we talked about my uh, favourite albums. And um, we talked about Amber's favourite musicals. And we're doing a cheeky switcheroo, tag yeah. team, pang. So that's the plan. Um, so we're doing, yeah, my favourite musicals and Amber's favourite albums. It's a swapped oh, ranked it's episode. Kind of swapped ranked. Yeah. And we need to find some kind of rhyme scheme or alliteration for this. Oh, I'll probably think. Of okay, it in we'll the do that later. We can spend week. all day on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Amber, Bye, George. I've got it. 
But, <laughs> there it goes. Okay. Um, no, that was Abbott. actually, that was so, a musical so... reference. That was a reference to My Fair Lady, but oh well. I guess that's not Aww. one of your five. Um, it's, what, it's no one's favourite. Don't worry. So, what I've done <laughs> it's is... It's no one's favourite. Yeah, I've shit. taken... No. <laughs> I've repeated what you did, and I've tried to think of albums that got me into my music taste. Yeah, so yeah, a we lot did of them, coming of age type ones. Exactly. Yeah. These are my coming of age albums, 100%. However, I, instead of having a top five, I'm, I'm going to start with honourable mentions of things, and they all have something in common, which is... I didn't necessarily get into the album. I got into the artist and I, and then I've got four albums. Do you see what I mean? Mm. What have you prepped? Okay. I have prepped, um, some ones that were amazing to me growing up. Um, I've done kind of the first ones I was introduced to, to be honest, they were all kind of came at me at the same time when I was a kid because my, my parents kind of introduced me to loads of stuff. Um, and I've 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 done. It is well, time you learned nom, about nom, Liza Minnelli, my son. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that kind of thing. And I I've also done honorable men- on on um, no, honorable huh? mentions. You're on on your honorable mentions. I've, I've chosen mostly because I'm me. I've chosen ones that I uh, particularly love the music of mainly because that's Great. why I love that kind of shit what a surprise to everyone now by the way everyone you might have expected other ones from here and I'll be honest there's lots of musicals that I'm a fan of because I know the music uh, independently of the musical but I have never seen the musical all the way through like Jesus Christ Superstar I love loads of the music from that but I've never seen it all the way through Rocky Horror Picture Show similar kind of thing some of the music is amazing you've not seen but Rocky Horror all, all the way, way through. through I've never seen it Yo. I've never seen it and also I don't have a pair of stockings so like we should put me in a pair of fishnet stockings and a corset before I even go to do it. Any day of the that's, week, that's the I am ready to get dressed up and watch Rocky Horror. I'm just I'm always really ready do, to do that. I want to do the um, uh, fucking oh, what's the song? The, the time Tim, walk, the big Tim Curry song. Oh, no, sweet the transvestite Tim Curry one. How to do I? Sweet how transvestite. Do do I? So you met my faithful handyman. Sweet yes, transvestite. Fucking, sweet. Yes, I know <laughs> it's called that, but I was I was in the zone then. Um, anyway, so that's yeah, so, I love um I love the time warp from um that one. I love the voice of the guy who's like that guy's Richard O'Brien, great. and he actually wrote the musical. Oh well, there we go. And he's a legend, and he used to host the Crystal Maze. <laughs> Shit. Okay. It's the same he used guy. Used to host the Crystal Maze. You know, did you watch the Crystal Maze go. in the nineties? No. Well, no, well then I you're a dickhead, not. aren't you? <laughs> I am a dickhead. <laughs> Sorry, that was really you're aggressive. Not, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're Fuck not you. Wrong. Fuck me, right? Fuck me. Uh, so, okay, are those well, some of your honourable mentions, me. or is that just your yeah, disclaimer? Um, uh, okay, I'll do. I'll do some honourable mentions. Go for um, it. I was planning to do them at the end, really, but <laughs> this is tricky because. Do you want, if you want to do them at I, the end, you, I don't mind. I'll save mine. I'll do to the mine end. at the end. You do yours. You do yours now. Okay, I'll do perfect. Mine at the end. We'll do that. So, my honourable mentions. The reason that their honourable mentions are not like here's my favourite album or the album that got me into music is because a lot of them, in fact, all of them, are artist bands from when before I was born, and I didn't like get an album when it came out and listen to the album start to finish and fall in love with the band. You learn the hits and then you you expand from there. So, but I just can't talk about, I can't talk about what got me into rock music and not mention the following. So, uh, The Eagles, my God, I love The Eagles. Um, Hotel California is one of like the Sava family's like all-time favourite songs, like as a family. Um, I think it's my mum and my dad's like romance song, Anyway, so the Eagles would get played on long car journeys a lot, and I love them. Uh, Bowie, yeah, obviously. Course. My mum was a Bowie. massive Bowie fan, and um, I inherited that of her. And I just think he's amazing. It's just that I, like I just said, I discovered the hits, and like Changes is probably still my favourite Bowie album. And also, I was a kid that really loved Labyrinth, and he was brilliant in it. Yeah. And you know, you remind me of the Babe. It was like, oh, stunning. What babe? I Don't. love that I'll do song. It all night. Me too. Oh my god! The babe oh with the god. power. The power of voodoo. Who you do? You do. Do what? Remind do, me of the babe. <laughs> okay, stop, 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 stop. We're not allowed to do this. No, no, genuinely. Okay. The episode will actually get taken offline if we keep going. You have to stop. I just said Bowie. I just said Bowie. You know what you did. Don't lie to me. So anyway, I love Bowie. I'm so sorry. I love the Beatles. We've been through this. Beatles are great. 
no arguments next yeah and obviously Boom. queen i used oh, to play queen, love queen so much don't stop me now was is and always will be my favorite but there are so many queen is one of those bands where you don't even realize how much yeah. of them you know and love until you really sit down and have to try and get it we will rock you and we are the champions that just got played everywhere um yeah 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 i mean i, t- I think i told you one of the in one of my first uh, albums that I got and was mm. on my list, I'm sure, was the Queen Greatest Hits because, you know, um, that's how a lot yeah. of rock people were kind of introduced to music because they were so popular in so the pop good. world as well. And what's happened to a lot of people I know is that they end up getting into the earlier albums where they were kind of almost a metal band considered around that kind of mm. period of time, you know, um, sheer, heart, sheer heart attack type stuff and, you know, all this ogre battle that's yeah. a fucking song that exists um so, so my first you know. that's my first main like bullet point is all the music that i absorbed through my parents and childhood that made me go i really like queen and the beatles and bowie and the eagles so that's my first bang so my first one on my list yeah is chicago um chicago is yeah one of my favorite musicals i mentioned it so many times before and i believe it's one of your favorites as well oh absolutely um, you you are correct to bring up chicago boom <laughs> it's just just fucking yes. great i know it's really good you immediately are, tr- are transported to that era like yeah. you don't have to just in the music you know you think about how many times you've seen i don't know a film or or something where you kind of ah, oh, here's a setting the scene by showing you these cars and you know this this um brand and mm. you know all this kind of stuff but you can hear it straight away from the clarinet you know from in the, the overture in the, yeah in the introduction yeah the overture you know um it's one of those fantastic stories it's heart-wrenching um there's characters who are sub-characters you actually fucking are interested in um you know who's your favorite uh, sub-character talked... in chicago um um oh, do you know what that's fucking hard Okay, so here's here's some fucking things. I love um, the lesbian matron woman. Uh, what's her name? Mama. Um, Matron Mama, Mama Morden. I'm just I'm just thinking of Queen Latifah now. I mean, obviously, it's who film. I think of. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's how I think it. And we we talked about this last time. Yeah, we, we talked did. about Chicago in that the film did that her song really bloody well. So good. Um, Too good. And uh, you know, uh, yeah. I also when I did a bit of musical theatre, I. Um, in a show that never came off, actually, I sang um, one of the great Billy songs. Um, Billy Driscoll? Billy Flint. Billy Flint. All I Billy Care Flint About Is Love, songs. is it that one? Or is it yeah, Razzle Dazzle? Uh, I sang Razzle Dazzle in my X Factor audition. I've never been happier in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Did I never tell you that? You auditioned for X Factor? I auditioned for X Factor. When? I was something like 15, 16. There was a guy called Leon who'd won it and he'd won over a guy called Ridian um, the year that before. That rings a bell. Thought, we were really guy, young. not that great a singer. And yeah, Ridian was, played like, guitar, didn't he? I was like, I think so. Uh, he had a kind of operatic thing going on. Oh. And um, the guy who won was a guy called Leon. And my mum and dad were like, Cole, I think you're probably a better singer than that guy who just won. And I was just like, I mean... Maybe. Maybe, let's go find out. So, unfortunately, Cole didn't like much of the pop music that was being made around then. And to go in there, you um, have to sing songs in front of the producers. There's like two or three auditions before you go on the TV, obviously. And yeah, people yeah. lie and say it, that's not true. But obviously, yeah. And um, they pick out all the people who have a story or um, will make some great TV. And so they kind of get people that, that yeah, maybe... Yeah, no, I know. You know it's, uh, it's bad. I, 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 I'll be honest, I think it's disgusting. Yes, yeah, so uh, do I. And I'm glad I didn't win or even go through at all. So I, I, I got failed through the first edition, and the guy said, you got a great kind of stage voice, but not for pop music. And I was just like, ha, I shall prove you wrong. Um, so I ended up doing music, but I decided to do music that I actually liked and wrote. Yeah. That was actually quite a good formative experience for me because, um, you know... I I wouldn't have wanted to do that really. Writing no, it would have songs that other people have written and it would have you know. set you down a path that wouldn't have been your path, which oh. is a tragedy if you think about it. Exactly right, and you know I've done a lot more screaming since then, which has been very fun. So, 
Right, so your first um, one is Chicago. Coming so back. Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a roundabout way of doing it, but, but musically it's brilliant. It um, is. And the character's are great. I also sang um, Cellophane at school singing competition. I was, I was waiting for you to bring up Cellophane. Um, Boys fucking love is, that song. Every like musical theatre male I've ever known who's like under six foot has been like, my God, I just really relate oh, to cellophane. Cheers. No, but it's, I've heard it brought up so many times by male musical well, theatre singers. I'm I not really saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying I've I heard think, it a uh, lot. Yeah. I think that it resonates with a lot uh, in my teen years. It, uh, yeah. It really resonated with me because, you know, we all feel invisible at school, Absolutely. even if we're really not. Yeah. Um, and you know, for, for a lot of young men who don't know how to talk to girls, yeah, you know, um, things like that, and that's yeah, just what happens. And I, I, uh, I really enjoyed it, and it's a fucking great song. So, um, in fact, that was I think the first time I really sang live when Ooh. I did Mr. Cellophane from Chicago. And I first was time I sang live, I sang Reflection from Mulan. Oh shit! Right? Yeah. I mean, Mulan's fucking brilliant. Mulan's as we stunning. Know. Maybe I should have written that down in my fucking list. <laughs> anyway, I think I think using Disney is a bit problematic. That's its own uh, whole yeah, category. I I I have got one, but I might take it out. Oh no, no, tell us. So, um, I'm now <laughs> going to go through albums that I loved as albums. I'm going to focus on go the fact it. that they are albums, and they are going to show you a little. Couple, like a little five year stretch of me getting into music. The first one being one I've mentioned so many times and I've been dying for an excuse to get into it. Bat Out of Hell by Meatloaf. Let's Boy talk album. about why it's one of the best rock albums of all time, shall we? Yep, fantastic. I'm glad you agree. Okay. <laughs> it is structured brilliantly. Yeah, it is. It follows the different stages of a relationship. So it's it's part of that glam rock era where they really, really cared about this album being a story. And the album is a story. And I love it. So I love that. Also, um, it just gets me so excited and hyped. Like, oh, I could tell you so much about it. Like, I just, I love it so much. It was an album my mum introduced me to long before I even knew it was originally a musical, funnily enough. It was a musical that became an album that then went back to being a musical. Um, And the musical is brilliant. And I think what they've done with the music is great, but that's a whole, that's a different conversation. But my favourite song is Paradise by the Dashboard Light. I love that song. I love the story behind that song. I can picture all of it perfectly. I picture it almost like a scene from Greece. You know, like when they're all at the ball and they're all dancing and they've got their cars or like Back to the Future, like a 50s high school. And I just, oh, I think it's, I love, I love, again, I love the story behind it in the whole, the the song ends with um, him making a promise to be with her till the end of time and then they both go both the voices not just his go so now i'm praying for the end of time and it's hilarious and it's so full of personality and it just creates such a like 50s party atmosphere and i love it um yeah (laughs) first time i got my heart broken i wandered around school with my ipod nano and um two out of three ain't bad would just play on repeat that's a fun little part of my adolescence (laughs) boom (laughs) heart-wrenching song you guys like if you want to torture yourself over being rejected then that's a great one um i just it's just such a fun theatrical album i like theatrical music you know um let's have a quick check um of any big well i mean they're all big hits but like you took the words right out of my mouth is stunning um for crying out loud it's i mean it is very glam rock do you know what I mean? It's it's eight yeah, minute songs. Course. It's big belty notes. But hey, I've got time for it, and I just absolutely love it. Lush, delish, 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 delish. Um, there we go. Should should we do another one from mine? Yeah. Um, as you know, comedy is a big part of my life and heart mm-hmm. and balls. So okay. Uh, yeah, that too. Um. And yeah, I, I love things that really make me laugh, and I also love things that are a, 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 a bit cheeky and a bit naughty. And, bit naughty. Uh, so I like the producers a lot. Okay. Um, as a musical, I think it's fucking funny as shit, and I just love "Springtime for Hitler." I think it's the funniest <laughs> song in the entire world. Yeah, so, I've heard that a lot. Um, 
yeah, always makes me laugh. And it was one of the kind of earlier musicals. I, was, I saw it on stage before I saw the film. That came out way after I'd um, seen it live. And then, you know, you've got um, John Barrowman um, in it, who, who's just brilliant in everything oh, he does. he's fabulous, isn't um, he? Yeah, so I love the producers and... Um, that's pretty much it. I just think it's fucking hilarious. And I love just sitting there and they've got the fucking, you know, the fucking pretzels and shit on their heads. And I think it's the funniest fucking thing. In the world. And the swastika in the mirror. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this is so fucking dodgy. I love it so much. <laughs> and that's the whole point in it. You know, that's the point is that they're showing it to an audience. It's like, what the fuck is this? I love that shit. I love yeah. that shit up. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. There we go. Do you know what? You're allowed to be like, I just like it because I like it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. There's no That's, harm in that. I, I have I have really no reasons except for me sitting there just fucking laughing. Yeah, my fucking head off because it's just so ridiculous. And that's a great great song. And then they have Hitler as a really really camp gay guy, and I think it's fucking hilarious. Brilliant. So, Love yeah. it. Again, to it's reference good. back to Eddie Izzard, when he's talking about in his dress to kill gig about Hitler being. Um, a vegetarian yes. and a painter. And he goes, I cannot get the fucking trees. I will kill everyone. I will kill everyone. It's a verse. <laughs> it's great. And, 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 you know, he says he should, I, I think it. Eddie Izzard says something like, you should take, take, take the piss out of him because he was a mass murdering, fu- fuck, mass murdering yeah, fuckhead. Yes. As uh, many intelligent historians have said. Oh, I re- I watched <laughs> an Eddie Izzard recently, actually, because man's a legend. What person yeah. is a legend? Apologies. We've right. talked about him. So the next things I'm going to talk about are actually all albums that I got made fun of for liking because it's my podcast. So, (laughs) so when I was like in primary school, I was like the kid that was into busted, which I actually in hindsight tells me that I was always going to be the kid that liked rock music. Yeah, Do you know course, what I mean? Yeah. Because it's they a were they it's like were marijuana. they were like rock music for kids. That were that they yeah, were very yeah, child friendly rock music. Um, and then when I when I went into secondary school, almost perfectly, I discovered Green Day. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Now Green Day, whether you like it or not, are an absolute staple of music, of rock music, of yeah, punk yeah, yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. And really, they typified that particular era. They yeah, did right, but this is the issue. Fucking this good ha- drummer as well. I know. Oh my god, I know. Um, mm. the, the the issue is when someone is so successful, there are always people that want to shit on it, and that happened with me being a Green Day fan. And yeah, I was like, well, hold up. Why is it so fucking hard for me to get a ticket then? Clearly, <laughs> yeah, a lot exactly. of people love exactly. Green Day. Um, Same with bands like Nickelback and stuff. Oh, you know, I, like, I, I went oh, through yeah, a Nickelback everyone phase. Nickelback. Everyone hates Nickelback. Then why do they keep getting booked? You know? Yeah, why are their tickets like <laughs> seventy quid? Exactly. American Idiot. The, okay, now I'm not saying it's the best Green Day album. It's the album that I discovered first. I think it was a timing thing. It had just come out when I was like 11. And I annoyed the shit out of my family with that album. Anytime I got told, clean your room. Anytime I got told, do the dishes. Anytime we were on a car journey, I would just like put this album on. Like to, it, it was that album, the first one that I listened to so much that it still to this day feels weird if I listen to one of the songs on it because it doesn't immediately go into the next one that's on that album. You know, when you just get used to hearing the end of yeah, one song yeah, and the beginning yeah, of the next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a brilliant album and it, it is iconic and it's a big part of their story and then i did that thing where i went back and i listened to dookie i fell in love with basket case and obviously good riddance and and oh, i could talk about i could do a whole episode on green day i'm a massive fan i eventually saw them live i was heartbroken that there was a reading festival that i almost managed to go Aww. to and then couldn't and green day showed up i've talked about this before but um i did see them eventually i was on barrier they're legends and they're really, really good at what they do. Um, American Idiot's a great song. It did get overplayed. I know this. I, I'm not an idiot. But there are other stunning songs on there. I love the kind of end of a rock album songs that often get forgotten. And in fact, there are some in other ones I'm going to mention. But like, What's Her Name is the last song on the album. And it's really hmm. quite beautiful. Um, are We The Waiting loved. is amazing I, I... for live. And oh. Go on, you were saying. I never got hugely into Green Day. Um, is it 21 Guns? That was like One, two albums later, yeah. Yeah, I have no idea what album stuff, but I just always thought that was a fucking good song. Uh, do you know what? Do you want a musical tidbit? Always. Um, 
Uh, and I may have to get my guitar for this. Ooh. So we'll we'll see. That? Go for I've it. I've got an acoustic guitar sitting over there. Technically, what I'll be playing won't be uh, stealable. Okay, so I'm going to introduce you to a musical tidbit you might not be familiar with. Now, people, this is quite a well-known tidbit, but it's a great tidbit. Uh, I'm going to not bother pointing this at my guitar. We're not going for a great recording. Um in Basket Case, Green Day did something really cool. I love that song so, so much. Um, you might already know what the musical tidbit is. Uh, okay, so um, do you know what Paschal Bell's Canon is? Oh, of course I know about this. Yeah. Do, 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 do. And do you know what the musical tidbit is? It's used in fucking everything. Do you have the time to... No, See, I, I didn't oh, yeah. sing the rest of it. No, I know. But, yeah, um, most people uh, typically... Yeah, Passion Bell's Canon is a weird one because it's quite an extended chord sequence, but you can do an abbreviated version of it. So the full version is... Sorry. Yeah, so uh, that one. But people do the shortened version, the abbreviated version, which would be... And then that is in fucking everything. It is in but, so yeah, much. YouTube it, you guys. There'll be since, videos yeah. of compilations of songs There's it fits of with. It. There's a really... The funniest one for me was Paschal Bell Rant. Yeah, I, um, I'm thinking of, that up. We're thinking of exactly yeah. the same thing. Yeah, because Axis of Awesome did one that was similar. Yeah. Where they did everything from like Take On Me to, yeah. you know, Please Don't Leave Me by Pink, which is a fucking brilliant song. Um, but yeah, so the full chord sequence, pretty much they change it very slightly towards the end of the sequence. But that is in Basket Case and it's a really fucking good song. Yeah. So big up. Big Thanks, up Green, Green Day. Day for being good. Yeah. <laughs> Your um, turn, Cole. So, yeah, my next musical... Um, right, I'm going to say, is this one allowed? Because mm. we have mentioned this before, and you said it was a musical, and I said, mm, is it? Oh, go on. Um, so I'm going to say it is a musical. I'm putting down two films, because I saw them as films, uh, together, Blues Brothers and Blues Brothers 2000, because they're <laughs> fucking brilliant. And you said they were musicals, and I said they weren't, and I'm saying that they are now because though if I'm right I, if all I, the time, my opinions change. I think I found time. a rule that I think works for making something a musical, and that rule was if the music wouldn't happen that way in real life, it's a musical. If it's a movie about a band and it has them performing, that's not a musical. Do you see what I mean? I feel like the music needs to be embedded in a slightly dreamlike, not quite realistic Man, that's... way for mm. it to be a musical. Do you see? But then again, in Producers, the song that I specifically said was on stage and not in a dreamlike... Hmm. Do you see I mean, my point? About, you know, so I wouldn't Smash say Mouth A Star Is Born is a musical. Oh, I've never seen it. I can't Stunning. Be Watch it. Honestly, it's really good. Uh, all right. I will. Fine. You've twisted anyway, my arm by asking I would, me once. I would count Blues Brothers uh, as a musical. Did I say Blues Brothers wasn't a musical? I, I mean, uh, I, 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 no, you said it was, oh, and I good. said, is it though? I was like, I'm not sure if it counts as musical. Uh, we were just talking about music and films, I think. But uh, yeah, both those films, actually, and they've got a great child actor in the second one. Um, people prefer the first one, obviously, I think they're right to, but um, I just think they're so good. It really fucking hit me, all this, all this... Oh, all this great stuff, all these amazing blues musicians. And then, um, you know, in the second one, B.B. King's performing. And oh, I just think it's fucking great. Everything about it's brilliant. And for me, like just watching all these cameos of musicians that I love. And as a child, I didn't know who they were. And when I grew up, I did, you know, and um, they're both just fucking great films. So just go home and watch them because they they're good. bloody brilliant. They and they're good. such great musicians they all are. the way through yeah and so funny and the most expensive um car crash scene in any film um was i think in the second one that's a big claim yeah so you should watch that because like there's like 40 something cars that just smash into each other in a massive pile up and it's fucking brilliant go check out the blues brothers both of them watch them back to back and have a beer that's my plan that that's my amazing. evening sorted. Yeah. Right, Amber. Amber, tell me tell me some, some album goodness. So again, another album that I got rinsed 
for liking rinsed i tell you and actually rinsed. it's now kind of now loads of people our age are going no 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 i did always like them it was just a bit not okay to like them what? when we were 50 so i'm gonna say the black parade by my chemical romance yes i mean my chemical romance fine. are incredible and i'm not going to be shamed anymore for loving mcr oh, look at that i am proud to be an mcr fan. <laughs> legit when me and the boyfriend first got together and we were like 19 20 um we were like what kind of music do you like and um he was like oh, i quite like muse i was like yeah muse all right not my favorite and then he was like will you will you make fun of me if i say my chemical romance and i was like and i got really defensive i was like um no and he and i love mcr we actually were at the same Aww. gig before we got together how cute is that so my Chemical Romance are amazing. Again, Black Parade. It just so happened to be the album that came out when I was about 13. Fell in love with it. My dad knows all the words to it. That's the level of obsession. Um, and then I went back and just got... Helena is such a stunning song. Now, I think that the thing that makes Gerard Way such an incredible musician is his ability to really... And I don't mean emote just in his performance. I mean write music that is emotional. Yeah, yeah. he can write emotive music. He writes music, emotional yeah. music. And Helen is a really good example. I don't think I'm going to do too well at it right now. But you know when he goes, what's the worst thing I could say? And he just sounds like he's, he sounds like he's bearing his fucking soul. That, that three note word. I just, oh, I just think he's stunning. And I don't care. Black Parade's brilliant. And I know that it was like... It was like the poster for being an emo kid, right? Um, first of all, what's wrong with that? Secondly, I don't care. It's still brilliant. Um, you got like a poster with the CD when you used to get CDs and it was a lovely picture of the Black Parade. And again, mm. so many underrated songs are on that album. So many. Um, I like Disenchanted. I think it's beautiful. Um, and um, again, the one right at the end famous last words it's called um it's just a stunning album it's brilliant and oh and actually we were listening recently they did like an acoustic set at like a rooftop bar and just before lockdown like in 2019 and mm. they like did an acoustic set of some of their biggest songs and they were so different and yet so beautiful at the same time he's just an absolute artist and yeah mm. Black Parade I was mean, a big album I, for me in my emo yeah. emo music phase. Too right, too right. I um, yeah, I was one of those people who, you know, wouldn't listen to certain things because I was one of the few people I knew. Um, I, I know now who are in the music scene who didn't have an emo phase. I didn't have one. Um, I was listening to kind of old school rock bands and some heavy. I mean, heavy stuff for the time, but for stuff for like the eighties, like heavier bands from that era, rather than yeah. like heavy you were bands listening to Iron Maiden, which is really heavy. Which I was also I was listening, listening yeah. to. I liked you Iron know, Maiden and Metallica, was, like for sure. I was like super into it, but that's partially the prejudice that you have when you're a kid, you know. Um, and I, as I've grown up, I've appreciated My Chemical Romance more and more. I'm, I mean, I'm not a huge fan in. I'm not a huge fan. But I'm not. I'm not not a huge fan. Yeah, you know yeah. What yeah. I mean? I'm not You're like not a, a huge fan, fan but them, you but can appreciate really good. how good they um, are. Yeah, um, Gerard Gerard Way particularly. Um, he also writes comics, so I think he wrote yep. um, the Umbrella Academy yep. was his. Um, and he did the, the the medley of different songs from Phantom of the Opera, and it is oh, stunning. Cool. I talked about it once before, so I won't go into it all over again. But I look read, it up. I read his I read his Facebook post when they first disbanded and he was talking about a dove in a church and they were trying to get the dove out and, and all this stuff and I was like oh that's really sad like and then they came back before I'd even acknowledged really what had happened um, <laughs> but um, yeah so last year oh my god was it year before no it was last year now um, a friend of mine had a heart attack and died shit um, yeah he was I think 27 at the time uh, and he'd had a bad time with surgery and stuff and he was a good guy and it made me really angry because um there's a lot of assholes in the world and he wasn't one of them he was one of the nice people who was inventive and creative and kind and it made me really angry and um i wrote a piece of music basically i just bought a new guitar which you'd have probably seen some videos of and it, it it's a it's i love that instrument so much because it's it it can do all the roaring ugly things that i want it to do but it can also do the wonderful relaxing calm soothing things and beautiful things that I love it to do. And um, his mum uh, saw the video that I put up 
mm. in between, I think, his passing and the funeral mm. and asked me to write some music for his funeral. And so I, I've written some music, which I'm planning to release later this year. I uh, kind of just sat on it for a year because I didn't, you know. Yeah. And I did some little kind of bluesy guitar solo stuff. But he was always a huge fan of my band. Um, and so she asked me to do it because it'd be a nice little tribute. And that was what they played as we walked in. And as we uh, finished up the funeral, um, the Black Parade was he was such a my chemical romance fan and there wasn't a dry eye in the house yeah um, i i don't think i could hold that together if i had I to if i was personally boy, grieving you know. and that song played at the same time i think i'd just melt I just, yeah. and too um, many emotions yeah it was just like yeah devastating so thanks gerard way for making us cry all <laughs> the time um yeah, I think My Chemical Romance are a really fucking good band. I listened um, to Long Live the Queen by Frank Turner, which is about his friend dying of cancer, when my friend died of cancer <sighs> and just cried Jesus. into a bucket of KFC. True story. Fun, <laughs> hey, anyway, this, the is the, this is one of the jobs that music has, okay? It articulates and expresses emotions when we yeah. don't always know how. So it's all and good, you move, guys. Moving on to something else that always makes me cry. Um, and we've talked about it before, um, and I know it's Disney, but I don't care. Uh, the Lion King is I one of the best films ever made. It is. And uh, it's one of the best musicals ever made, in my opinion. Uh, not that I've seen it live, and I know it's even better live. Um, and it's I've so seen all the videos yeah. that I can of um, these. this wonderful... They, they they choose the cast really fucking well, don't they? Yeah. Like, like, you see any videos of it, and you're just like, holy shit, this is fucking good. Like, they know what they're fucking doing. And yeah, so emotive. Circle of Life, so emotive. Um, can You Feel the Love Tonight, to me, is one of the greatest love songs ever written. Um, it always makes me cry. Uh, I It made me cry when I was a kid, and I didn't understand why. Um, and then it makes me cry as an adult. Oh, so, baby, I want to um, give you a thanks, hug. Shake, that's all right. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Hamlet. Thanks, Shakespeare, for writing Hamlet. Yeah. And then, because, you know, as we know, the only true telling of Hamlet is clearly done with, with animated lions. Uh, yep. Facts. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's fucking great, but you know what I mean. Uh, Lion King is just brilliant. And yeah, as I've said, the music's great. I don't need to say anything more about that, do I? It's no. the Lion King. Um, I, was, I was hurt when they did a, a, a remake of it. That's all I can say about Same. that. And I won't see it. So bye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so fuck you. Fuck Sorry, you. I refuse. Um, my last one again I don't have a huge amount to say about it uh, except no except I kind of do but anyway is um, Riot Paramore's first album because Paramore fucking exploded onto like the punk indie rock scene and crushed it especially because and and I've said this before so I won't go too much into it but like girls who like rock music don't have that much to like look up no, to they don't have yeah. i loved amy lee obviously who didn't i loved amy winehouse like oh a lot of amy's but um but yeah a lot of amy's kicking around hayley williams yeah. and paramore it was just so much fun it was why for it it was this huge spike and everyone dying their hair red um and it was <laughs> everyone did it everyone and that's because of hayley williams yeah. And every every album since, oh my god, um, they're just brilliant, and I love them. And I and it was just one of those experiences where they showed up, and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's it. for me. That is." And I actually remember a couple of years ago, my other half when he was at work just sent me a link, and it was "Still Into You" by Paramore. And we've never officially had a song, but I've gone, "That's our song now." Aww. And he's like, "Maybe, maybe not." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." Locked in. <laughs> I just think Paramore are brilliant. <laughs> They're so brilliant. They they are a wonderful combination, again, of being rocky and kind of cool and kind of emotional, but also fun and kind mm. of crazy and unique and relatable. And and they've kept going. And obviously, we've again, I won't go so much into it, but the, like the, the original founding members have now left and it's a different band and it will never quite be what it was, but it is still pretty good. Um, so, yeah, yeah, when Riot came out... There was a moment out, in time. There was a there moment, was a in, moment time, in time and it was a beautiful one. And actually they nearly broke up once before they did, but then they had a really good time writing another album and I'm pretty sure it was Brand New Eyes, uh, which was a stunning album. They're just, they're really good musicians. And, and the, the the original brothers who started it and Hayley, when they worked together with like their writing and her singing, it was just mwah, art. Mm. 
There is that. There is that thing. Of, what, there was an old Dead Ringers sketch about Black Eyed Peas. With like, man, we need to get big. You need a really good female vocalist. That's what. You yeah. Need. <laughs> and fuck me, she is. Um, yeah, Hayley Williams is a great singer. Uh, I just want to take this moment to say, female fronted genre. Uh, female fronted is not a genre. Um, that's a stupid thing to say. There's plenty of women in loads of different types of bands. How the fuck are Paramore anything like Nightwish? Um, and you know, women can do whatever they fuck they want in music, uh, frankly. And if you disagree, you're a cunt. (laughs) Uh, So that's me done. I want to hear your honorable mentions and then I'm going to do a bit of a curveball that is completely off topic, but I want to mention it anyway. So I'm going to do one honourable mention, which is uh, bed knobs and broomsticks, which I've mentioned in the past. It's not like everyone's favourite one, but it was one of the ones that I had uh, on like, I VHS love or something. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Uh, I think it's wonderful. Um, I was rereading the plot of bed knobs and broomsticks today. All I remembered was there was animals at one point, and then they were killing Nazis with suits of armour at the end. <laughs> and what? I... <laughs> like, that is true. Like. And I'll be honest, I'm not even sure I can remember the songs. I can. If they Every had word. songs. Uh, t- they had songs. And But also, if you rewatch it, there are loads of innuendos, because it's about a little boy and his I'm knob. Sure. Because it's the bed knob that comes oh, off. bed knob, yeah. So I he's just, just there like... bit of string. I just remember that. It's like, what's that got to do with my knob? Or there's one bit where he goes, it's stuck! <laughs> <laughs> So that, that's that's a weird example where I can't personally remember the songs. Um, if you look around right now, in hopeless circles, sorry, I loved bed knobs and broomsticks. Yeah. Um, so the, one of the reasons I chose that is because um, we've already talked about Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and Mary Poppins before, and those are two of my favourite musicals. Yeah. So um, I couldn't have them on the list because you've already definitely have them. I think you only had Lion King as a intro number. song. Not yeah, sure if as you an did with. Yeah, not sure if you did with Chicago, but... It was uh, an honourable mention, if I remember correctly. Um, Yeah, so Bedknobs and Broomstick is an honourable mention. Um, I do have one that's a slightly dishonourable mention. Um, The reason being that the music's really good, but I didn't realise at the time how problematic it was in terms of race, which is Songs of the South, which you cannot buy um, in America and will not be on Disney+. Plus. I didn't realise how much of a problem it had with racial stereotyping. Um, Wow. And people rightly complained about it, but I didn't really realise. Um, uh, but the music's really good. And for me personally, it didn't um, harm my views of race, but I can see how it could have done. It basically kind of glorified the period just after the Civil War and said, yeah, everything's all fine between black people and white people when it wasn't. Yeah. Um, and that's what the main complaint was. However, you know, I think it was the NAACP who said, you know, the animation's wonderful and the music is great and it's a wonderful piece of art, but... This isn't an accurate accurate representation of what was happening. So, um, Songs of the South has great music, but take all of that with a pinch of salt and you probably won't even be able to find it anywhere to buy or look at anyway. Um, Fair enough. So, hey, but my dad still sings me zippity doo da, and it reminds me of my childhood, so... You know. Oh, it's what that's from! I d- Zippity-doo-dah! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't trying... It wasn't trying to be racially insensitive... But it accidentally was. Yeah, I and think. now that's how I. It, yeah. it takes. There's this wonderful collection of stories called the Uncle Remus stories from around that era, right. um, the 1860s. I'm not sure, um, and a uh, wonderful set of American folklore. Which and actually, that's how I learned about that whole area of American folklore. So in a way, that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, there was over exaggeration of American African American accents, yeah, stereotypes, things like that, yeah, and. Um, the guy who played Uncle Remus, who is kind of the principal character, wasn't allowed to go to the showing. So that kind of tells you everything. That's so really uncomfortable. Yeah. It was an attempt. An attempt was made. But it's hey. a moment in time, but in a very uncomfortable way. <laughs> yeah, I way. think it was like literally like, oh God, was it the 40s that was made? Or was it the 70s? I don't know. No, it's the 40s. So yeah, you know, that yeah. wasn't a great time. No, it wasn't. Um, so dishonourable, but mentioning it anyway. Yeah, so... Musically, really only for the music, because it's so good musically, and I've mentioned this before, West Side Story. Basically, I can't remember who did the music. Well, it must be Bernstein then. He went on to do opera. Um, and uh, I did a bit of musical theatre, and I already kind of loved West Side Story and didn't really understand why I loved it. Mm. And then I did a bit of musical theatre where I had to read the sheet music. And the level of expression written into the vocal parts is like i've never seen that really from much other musical theater 
Um, the sort of set isn't there, and you know, no musical theatre tries to do that. That's a big part of what it it wants to do, but sometimes very good at it. Yeah, and Ben scene. Sorry, there's yeah, there's a lot of it in um, all this stuff about you know these crescendos and things, and very tiny, subtle things. And we did um, the the piece of music we did there was um, "Cut Me Who Knows." The whole point in West Side Story and why it is musically so smart fucking smart it is is that um it uses an interval to tell the story of the montagues and the capulets basically he uses a dissonant interval between a diminished fifth and a regular kind of major fifth if you want um because they're so against each other and basically it's it's good me all this all this all this tension is in there yeah, it's it's all about tension, and uh, the Jets are okay, and it's got all this wonderful, amazing, you know, um, raunchy kind of um, musical and melodic choices throughout, but, oh, it's just really fucking good, and all this stuff about the Puerto Rican kind of um, more ethnic music coming coming in. Yeah, yeah, and, and the dancing. That's just really fucking great. The dancing in and, that show um, is so good. The, well, th- there was a thing about that where you aren't allowed to perform West Side Story without using the exact choreography or something that was originally written in or something like that i stand by um, it I read it's some iconic piece about that um yeah and all this kind of ballet type oh it's fucking great Beetle. it's just really really good and uh, maria is a beautiful beautiful song i always yeah. wanted um to perform that to be honest a friend of mine um, said to me one day bearing in mind this person is not creative in any sense of the word and one day we we're all just hanging out at someone's house we were friends as teenagers still friends now and he turned to me and he went amber yeah you'll you'll know the answer to this i was like sure mate what is it and he just went how can everything be free in america for a small fee in america (laughs) and no one in the room got why that was funny but me and i had to sit and explain like no no it's it's an argument that song is two groups of people disagreeing (laughs) and he was like oh okay it's very very intelligent guy in many ways just (laughs) not in it (laughs) I i think i think that's the thing about that musical is that it's very intelligent it's uh, so intelligent everything about it it's, it's full of all these kind of musical melodic tricks to um uh to talk about what's happening and yeah. going on you know and the knife scene is fucking frightening this is the thing um, it's got this it's got this harsh juxtaposition because some scenes in it and again we've mentioned this and we don't want to go into too much detail with it but some scenes are really harrowing and really yes. quite horrible. Yeah. And then you've got the clicking and the, our fight is a dance. <laughs> and you've got and it's both. Like, and it's it's fun. But yeah. the thing is, they're talking about particularly male, yeah. um, uh, uh, boisterous aggression. aggression yeah. And there's this bit, basically, they fucking killed someone, right? And then, and they're all having a great, oh, this is fun. We're having a knife fight. Isn't this fun? And then Isn't it's like, like, oh my nope. God, someone's dead. And then the police come up chasing us. And now we're all, oh wait, we're fucking awful. Yeah. We're fucking awful, shitty people. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Yeah. And there's there's this wonderful song. Uh, I'll sing a couple of notes from it. But, you know, earlier in the thing, there's a place, place for yeah. us. Makes me feel fucking tearing up because she Dude, sings at okay? the end. I, I'm not you're a bit okay. emotional like, today. Like, it turns out a lot of my favourite musicals are fucking heart wrenching because oh, clearly is it... I, do, I don't I don't have a soul. It's collected by it's protected by all these hard metal, heavy metal shells. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, but, but, but you know, I don't go into the I don't go into the. Uh, musicals as much clearly because they just break me you know there's a place for us that always make my my, my grandma cry um oh dude oh it's fucking you're so cute <laughs> uh, anyway so see I whereas i was gonna that... go in the opposite direction and talk about how like i feel pretty is one of the most iconic happy songs pretty. like oh, it's so like da, 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 da. yeah it's so it's so happy. lovely Oh, it's, it's brilliant! It's just a brilliant musical. It's it's so fucking clearly, long. Let's acknowledge what, the fact that it yeah, is yeah, like three hours. Like watch shit. it in well, sections. Fuck me. <laughs> um, but I, I think I think what this this whole list tells tells me is that I like things that are fun. I like things that are smart, and I like things that are emotive. And I think that really is all of those in a nutshell. And it's something that musical theatre does very well. It is something musical theatre does very well. You're totally there right. Couldn't agree more. 
Boom. So the last thing... That concludes my list. The so last thing I want to mention for... is not to do with musical theatre and isn't really... I wouldn't call this person a rock artist, um, but this person is, without a doubt, the single artist I have listened to the most and for the longest period of time. And that is, you mentioned her earlier, Pink. She She's fucking great. is incredible. I had Pink's her misunderstood great. album when I was like eight years old and I used to listen to it on a Saturday morning on my way to my dance classes. And I've list- I've got every album she's ever done. She has she has released hit after hit after hit from Just Like yeah. a Pill to Please Don't Leave Me to the whole fucking Funhouse album to mm. I Am Here. Like she is so brilliant and i think the reason that i've been listening to her for so long is she has grown as an artist and we've talked about this yeah, yeah. over the decades she has become a parent she has become she's gone through phases of being really vulnerable and phases of being really badass and phases of being really sassy and she she was fighting for lgbt plus rights long before yeah, most people yeah, in the spotlight yeah. she has a huge gay following so when i was um at uni I had a summer where I did, I worked behind a bar and I was very sensible with most of the money. But what I did do was I took, got a green day ticket and I got a pink ticket and we went and saw pink live and we got there and we were like, Oh my gosh, we are surrounded by lesbians. I, I, it just didn't yeah, occur yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. Lesbians fucking love that woman. Of course they do. But yeah, she's, right. she is, she is just an absolute legend. And I have been listening to her music as it has come out for over 20 years which is a little bit ridiculous. So she had to get a shout out. Oh, can I... I want to rant about Pink for a minute. Cause Go I for think, it, please do. Um, Pink uh, is immensely hardworking. Um, she uh, does a phenomenally good live show. She does. Um, all this shot where she's... All this shit, she's doing all this circus the stuff where she's hanging on fucking yeah. hoops and, and singing, singing all this live. stuff. Her core strength must be fucking mad. Yeah. Uh, she's a great mum. and she, She's she always is. talking about how she wants to make the world a better place for her. I think it's her daughter. And she has um, a son now as well. About, she has a toddler. Uh, oh, she's got a son she, now. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's also very uh, brilliantly emotive. Uh, I really like her voice. Um, she's very emotionally honest with a lot of the stuff that she writes. She and that's really why it resonates with people. Um, her music videos are great. I Vocally, kind of her songs are really um, hard. I've yeah, done yeah, covers a, of yeah. her songs. They're really difficult. They are. They. She makes it sound easy, but they are so difficult. You yeah, got to give. She doesn't write easy songs. You got to give a bit of respect to her partner as well, man, because um, he has been with her through a lot of this, and they were married, and then they had a kid, and then they broke up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was an album about their breakup and their divorce. That's where na 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 na. That's when all that came out. I want to start a fight. I'm singing yeah. so badly today, but fuck it. No, um, you sound wonderful. Sounds great. So he went through that breakup, had to hear all the music about their breakup. They then got back together. And again, yeah. I've seen her in an interview go, we're in a really good place right now. And like, that's kind of all I can say. And he goes on tour with her. He is, he is there like putting the kids to bed while she's like closing at Wembley. Like you've got to give him credit. He, mm. he has grown with her beautifully. Like, it, I yeah. really respect him for it. Pink is good shit. She's a legend. Pink is good shit. Um, yeah, we like Pink. And also the spelling has an exclamation mark in it, which immediately just makes it superior. Um, <laughs> hey, it was before everyone else was doing it. Kesha yeah. did it, didn't, didn't she, with the, the, the dollar sign? Kesha no, wishes she was pink. Anyway. I think I think a lot of people wish they were pink. Right. Um, She's amazing. So, yeah, basically, Pink's great. West Side Story's great. And if you disagree, you're wrong. Basically, yeah, they are um, objectively good. Um, I, I feel like we've we've had one of those episodes where we have thrown like show and band and show and album Boom. and live show and then the minute and at people. So you've got a whole playlist to go and listen to and have fun oh, with. Oh god, especially in Blues Brothers, there's like twenty bands in it. Yeah, um, so <laughs> like... it's been a very it's been a very dense episode. Um, so I think we'll call it there, Cole. Would you say? I think that's it. I think that's a great idea. Um, Amber, thank you for your musical choices. All of them were excellent. Oh, thank you, Cole. It was fun that's to hear right. some of your favourite musicals as well. Was that yeah, it was good. It was good. Very informative. I think you can tell the stuff I like. There we go. And there, um, are, there are patterns. Boom. Well, thank you once again for listening to Riffs and Scripts. Please, please, please uh, follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Riffs and Scripts pod on Instagram. Uh, it's Riffs and Scripts on Facebook. We don't do twatter. Um, <laughs> and please, please send us an email with anything that you want to talk to us about. Uh, you know, Riffs and Scripts at gmail.com. Please 
please, please, please ask us questions. Ask us uh, what my favourite colour is, because you don't know. And go see Do bands, you? go see plays, go go enjoy. Light that shit up. Feed that art, feed your soul. Anyway, um, apart from that, have a great week, you guys. Bye-bye. Take care. Boom. Mm-hmm. How much noise does this make? Little treat for you, Cole, later when you're editing. You're welcome. Um, oh, oh, I've just remembered something I have to mention at the end that isn't really rock music, but it's going to be like something I say later. I'm going to burp. Okay. Ooh, that was great. That was, that was a good one, wasn't it? Oh, that was like Mike in... Your whole in mouth Mike, like shuddered. That was like, yeah, that was like Mike Wazowski at the end of Monsters, Inc. It really that's, was. That's when he gets the microphone out. I know yeah, exactly continue. what bit, don't you worry. So... <laughs>